Welcome to the Her Paper Root Podcast. I'm Chelsea Clark, and this is episode 14. Today, we are talking about how you can effectively use video to market your brand and your business. And I have an expert in the field sitting down with me today to talk about this. Deanna Jones is here. So let's go. You're listening to the Her Paper Root Podcast, a show all about money and entrepreneurship with host Chelsea Clark. Chelsea is a marketing strategist and the founder of HerPaperRoot.com, a friendly and supportive hive for ambitious, passionate entrepreneurs like you to learn how to growth hack your idea into a profitable business. We encourage you to fearlessly tackle your wildest goals. We know that as your own boss, you can deliver your unique message and make more paper. You just need a plan. Here's your host, Chelsea Clark. Deanna Jones is a video marketing expert, producer, and video consultant. She helps businesses, large and small, integrate engaging video content into their marketing strategy by taking the guesswork out of production. She helps businesses all over the world become more visible in today's visual and personalized market by making video marketing accessible for all. So welcome to the show, Deanna. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and to chat with you. I am so happy to have you here because video marketing is such a hot topic and we all could stand to improve how we get our brand out there via video. So please tell us about yourself and your work. Yeah, no problem. So I originally, um, when I was a little girl, I really wanted to be an actor and I told my mom I was going to be in films. She thought it was a phase and come to find out it wasn't. Um, (laughs) And I ended up going to college originally to be an actor. And then while I was in acting school, um, I was very, very fortunate that I actually got into one of the top 10 performing arts schools in the country. Um, It's called Stevens College. It's in in Missouri. Um, It's an apprenticeship. And what was amazing about it was that even though I went in to be an actor, we were required to learn everything else about the business because entertainment industry is a business. I mean, it's, it makes billions of dollars a year, right? So I actually got to learn what it was like to be behind the camera and actually like the business side and how to like do lights and sets and all the things, right? And I started to realize that I was really good at that, like the business side of it. I, and I also found out that there's actually like no women, <laughs> very few that actually are producers. Right. And so I was like, wow, that's insane. So I decided to kind of switch gears and I, I decided to go that route. Um, so I graduated from college and I actually started working on a show called Actors Entertainment and their sister company called Actors Reporter. They're based out of LA and I was a producer for them for a couple of years. And basically what they did is they did like red carpet events and like celebrity interviews. And, you know, we would go to comic cons and do like media, like coverage. It was really, really fun. I got to meet some really awesome people um, from like everywhere. (laughs) And that was amazing because it was all online. So it wasn't for TV necessarily. It was all for like, it was back in the day before online was really an online thing. I got in early on the online video community and I learned quite a bit. And then as I was going through, um, I also did some marketing for companies on the side, and I was a director of marketing and business solutions for a small company up in Georgia, um, as entertainment is not always the steadiest work. So I kind of learned both of those great you know, industries and realized there was a massive gap. Uh, a lot of marketing companies, you know, would hire video production companies for, you know, these massive commercials, but they would know absolutely nothing about the production process or, you know, how much time and effort it actually takes to do all of these things. There was a lot of 
miscommunication that I would have to fumble with back and forth. And I was just like, there's got to be an easier way. So Mm -hmm. I created my company um, to basically help businesses and even marketing companies sometimes uh, bridge the gap between understanding what you really need in production, how it works, kind of manage expectations, and also creating a strategy behind it. Because most companies just create a video and hope it works. I call it posting and praying. (laughs) (laughs) Post it and they create it and they spend all these thousands of dollars and they pray that it works for them. Um, And it just isn't as effective and they don't get the same return from it. So I wanted to help people kind of not have to worry about that type of stress and basically take all of that on so they don't have to. That's great. And it sounds like you can help people in all different um, markets and like, you know, not just people who are running their own business, but it just everyday people too, who just need a little bit more exposure. Maybe they're trying to grow right. something. Right. And that's really cool. And so your business has taken you, you're able to work all over the world. Is that right? Yes. Yes. I actually have a current client that is based uh, out of Israel. You know, and I have clients in the UK and the US and Canada and all over. So because of my um, entertainment industry connections, uh, as I'm still actively involved in that community, I have um, connections to videographers, creative directors, editors, all those type of people everywhere. So it doesn't really matter where you are in the world. I either directly know somebody that's probably there or I know somebody that knows somebody and I can absolutely get pretty much anything done. (laughs) That's great. That is such an awesome service that you can provide people. Um, So what I want to know too, I mean, I believe that video is so important in marketing and, you know, we may know this, but yet there's so many people who aren't utilizing video in their business. And what do you think are some of the reasons why people are reluctant to start? That's a really great question. Um, I think it comes down to a couple of things. One is uh, fear, because a lot of people are afraid of either being on camera or they are afraid of how much it's going to cost, or they're afraid that it might just not work for them and they're going to put forth all this time and it's just not going to be effective. So for what I would say to them is that uh, it's okay to be afraid to be on camera. First of all, that's usually the first thing that people push back on is I don't want to be on camera. Well, that's fine because there's a bazillion ways you can do video without you having to be on camera. But um, on the flip side though, if you do want to be, if you are like the face of your brand and the face of your company, fun fact, a lot of A-list and B-list celebrities are still nervous before they get on camera. It's not an uncommon thing to be nervous, even for the pros. So there are ways of being coached that you can actually learn how to overcome that nervousness and like kind of really dive into the fact that you're not afraid of the camera itself. You're afraid of how you're going to be perceived. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a fear of perception and how the the video itself is going to be received. Um, And so kind of understanding that that's where your fear is, is not the actual camera as a physical item. It's how it's going to be perceived. It makes it easier to overcome that fear. As far as the price things, um, yeah, it can be very expensive, um, just being totally honest. And a lot of it is because that it takes a massive amount of time. For a three-minute video, you're looking at somewhere between seven and 36 hours of editing, depending on what the actual video, like the final video will look like. When it comes down to price, like, yes, you're going to pay more than $50 for a video. 
So you really have to show people the value. Maybe they might know that it is important, but they don't really know just how important right. and what it really takes. So yeah. So how do you kind of show them the value if they're a potential client that is being worried about budget? Well, the reality is, is that we have to figure out what their goals are with using the video because that really boils it down. You know, are you just wanting it because you just feel like you need video and there's no real end goal? Then Maybe you might need to take some time and figure out your strategy first before you invest. Um, if you want to grow rapidly, video is perfect. It helps increase your SEO. It helps increase your um, visibility in searches. It helps increase your viewership, your brand awareness. It can generate um, leads and clients faster than any other marketing strategy. 74% of consumers say they bought an item because they watched a video on it. So if you're wanting fast growth, Video is absolutely the fastest way to grow. So if you are hungry for quick growth, you just have to make sure that you have to have a clear strategy and are willing to put in the time with somebody that's willing to walk alongside you and get it done. And I mean, I think in any business, people will face people who have budget concerns. And a lot of the time, it really isn't about the budget. Sometimes it's like they just aren't sure if they're going to get that return or what, you know, what they get out from it. So yeah, the as you explain it to them and the strategy that where they're coming from, I think that's really helpful. Um, and yeah, in any business, we all face that with our clients at some point. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. And maybe it's just not the right time for them right then. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes businesses really just need to build up a little bit more of a brand awareness before they'll have the ability to really start churning out massive amounts of video. In that case, there's other ways that you can do quick videos that are cheaper and more budget friendly that may not be quite as effective as doing it at the level that, you know, my company might help them with, but it still is effective. And there's ways that you can start small and grow and get to the point that you can, you can hire out and kind of get other people to help you with it. There is a ton more coming up on today's episode, but first I want to quickly thank our sponsors for making this show possible. Raise your hand if you are getting tired of being charged more by your email service provider the more subscribers that you get. It's almost like you're being penalized just for successfully growing your list. Well, my friend, you are going to love Flowdesk. With Flowdesk, you can manage all of your newsletters, funnels, and opt-in forms just like every other email platform, but they give you unlimited subscribers for one flat price forever. There is no tiered pricing system. They never charge you more as your list grows. And right now, Flowdesk is giving Her Paper Root podcast listeners 50% off for life. So you get unlimited subscribers for just $15 per month for life. Go to herpaperroot.com slash Flowdesk to get this deal. And as a thank you for becoming a Flowdesk customer using my link, I'll give you free enrollment in my premium email marketing course. So you can learn how to grow, nurture, and sell to your list without ever having to feel like a salesy creep. Get all the goods at herpaperroot.com slash flowdesk. Is your blog legal? As a website owner, you are required to have a privacy policy page, terms and conditions page, and an affiliate disclosure page. If you don't have these pages on your website, you are not protected in case of a problem. 
Fortunately, you don't have to shell out thousands of dollars to have a lawyer create these pages for you. The legal bundle contains a fill-in-the-blank template for each of those required pages that your website needs. It includes all of the information that you must have to legally protect your blog or website. And it's drafted by a lawyer. To get your copy of the legal bundle by a self-guru, go to herpaperroot.com slash legal bundle right now. I noticed on your website that you have a course that you've created called Video for Business 101. Can you tell us a little bit about that and who that course is for? Well, entrepreneurs or small business owners that are wanting to kind of get their feet wet with video, but have no idea where to start or anything about it. <laughs> um, it is extremely basic information like how, like what type of equipment you should probably use, where you can find it. There is um, comprehensive, like how to create a shot, which is, you know, where you actually put things within the frame of the camera. So that way it looks the best, how to put your brand more effectively in video, uh, how to be more comfortable on camera, just some basic, basic beginner tips and tricks. Um, it also gives you resources to free or low cost video editors, um, other types of programs that can help people that don't have a large team or a large budget be able to create more videos more effectively. And basically, it's just kind of to get you by until you probably grow to a point that you really should um, outsource. That's great. Um, and for the people who are just starting out, maybe they've created some videos themselves or they're considering hiring out and they are ready to sort of market their business. What strategy or tips should they know as a complete beginner? Um, if you've never done video before, um, there's a couple of things. One, don't try to overthink it. Keep it simple. It sounds silly, but quality far exceeds quantity when it comes to video. I mean, yes, ideally, you would love to put out a video like every other day, right? But <laughs> be realistic in the beginning. Um, lives are great for beginners because it takes next to no prep work, next to no equipment. You could do it as simple as with your phone. I would caution people from relying solely on lives um, as they are, for the most part, they aren't as effective by themselves as they are with adding other videos. So while many people might push you towards do a live every day, if that's just not you, then don't stress about it. Just do what you can. Be authentic would be tip number two. So many people try to go big or go home or overcomplicate it. Um, and what ends up happening is, is you come across as fake or too salesy or too robotic and bad video can be just as detrimental as no video at all. Mm -hmm. um, so take your time, really think about the content that you're putting out, think about how it's being presented and really ease into it. One video a week, right? One small live video a week. Um, and then tip three, would be about figuring out content. I tell people when they start to generate content, all of my clients, I basically say, okay, brainstorm 20 different high level topics where they're really generic. You could talk about a bazillion subtopics in each of them, right? About your business and about what you do and about why it's awesome and all those types of good things, right? And then basically pick the top three that you think are the most compelling, that you feel are the most important. And then under each one of those three high-level points, flush out 
five kind of subtopics, right? That are kind of more specific, but not really in depth. And then take each one of those subtopics and just flush them out and flush them out and flush them out as, as far into it as you can get. And you'll start to see a pattern of what you can talk about, what order you can talk about it in, in a comprehensive way. And that will actually help you figure out a good strategy on start of your funnel and push them through to become paying customers. It's the easiest way to generate massive amounts of content without having to pull teeth to try and get ideas. I love that. That strategy there for coming up with content and building it out like a funnel, that's such a great way to go at it. And I think also a great way if you're trying to come up with blog content too, or you're creating a niche blog or a niche business and you're trying to figure out how you're going to write to your ideal audience, then that's just such a great strategy for coming up with those like higher level ideas that you can kind of like go down, 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 and really as you niche down to figure out how you can keep talking for for months, for years, and keep your audience engaged. I love that. Exactly, exactly. And they have blogs, they have written content on their social media, they have podcasts, they have all these other things. So this strategy content is really an overarching cross-platform strategy where you can pick you know, a single high-level topic and talk about it for three months across all of your different platforms, across all of your different mediums, and still have a bazillion other subtopics to go after. One client, she I told her to come up with three. That was it. And she's like, I only came up with two like subtopics in this one big topic. And I was like, well, let's hash them out. And we hashed it out and we found out she had six months worth of content off of one subtopic. That's awesome. So she was like, I didn't realize there was this much here. And I'm like, it's yeah, it's just it's fun. Like we just kind of went down that rabbit hole of okay, now what? Okay, now what? Okay, now what? You know, like just yeah. keep going down. And she's like, I had no idea I had this much. I was sitting on this much content. Yeah, no, that's so good. And so as you're helping people and figuring out these different things, how do you organize? Like, do you do batch the way you work? Do you use certain tools that keep you organized? Like, what's your productivity plan look like? So for my own internal stuff, um, I have recently gotten into, it's called Monday. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but it's like a task management platform. Um, I really like it because I'm a really visual creative person and it, it it's, allows you to make different lists and different boards. And so like, if you have like a lead gen list of things, you can keep track of all of your leads and where they're at in the process. You can also do like actual day-to-day -day tasks, like what you need to do for the week. As you grow and add people to your team, you can just add people to your account so everyone can chat in real time, which is super great, especially since I work with contractors all over the world. So I can be like, hey, where are you at? Yes. Yeah, so you kind of keep an eye on everything under one umbrella. Exactly. Yep. So that's, that's probably been the newest thing that I've kind of gotten into as far as keeping myself organized. I use a lot of Google tools. Um, for instance, when people come to me for needing video content, there's always a series of questions and a series of information that I need. And instead of just continually asking it on the phone over and over and over, I just made a Google form. And now I just send them the link to that Google form and they have to fill it out before <laughs> we can get on a phone call. Um, and it basically covers all of the all of the information that I would need yes, to understand what their needs are. And it just it just manages their responses in a separate folder for me that only I can see. And so I can actually keep track of each individual form submission and what their needs are. And if it changes, I can go in and edit them and all that kind of good stuff. And I can see trends also from people that are leads, what people are definitely trending on 
needs, like whether it's YouTube or, you know, an Amazon ad or social media based ads, I can kind of see what's trending at any given point. Keeps me organized in that realm. Are you finding that people are going more like, like in 2019, Instagram videos like IGTV, that was like everyone wanted to be on that and everyone's on that. Are you still seeing that or are you seeing more like a pushback towards YouTube? Uh, we actually globally, as a, as, a, as a whole earth planet, we actually watch 1 billion hours of YouTube videos a day. I believe it. Like a day. <laughs> like that's so many. And now that Google owns YouTube, I mean, the first thing that pops up when you search something, you have your sponsored ads and then you have YouTube videos that are on the topic and then you have the, the listings, right? So people are far more likely to watch a video on something that they're searching for than sit and, watch, sit and read a whole blog about it. I think that IGTV is still a big thing that YouTube is kind of a must for businesses now that YouTube has become the top search engine behind Google, people are really starting to push more towards YouTube again. Um, yeah, for the search possibilities and just, yeah, like like you said, like people, they may not have time to sit down and read a whole blog post, but they will watch a quick video that gets to the point of the thing that they want to mm -hmm. learn or understand. Definitely. When I like wake up in the morning and I make breakfast for my kid, he's three years old, he wants to watch YouTube videos of like kids playing with toys, you know, like that's what he wants to watch, which is just so crazy. When I was a kid, yeah. I'd put on TV and, you know, watch Mickey Mouse or whatever. But now it's like you watch YouTube videos of other kids playing with toys. <laughs> you know, like I just yeah. find that. Yeah, I have a two-year-old, so I can relate. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know then. And then there's Ryan from Ryan's World, who's an eight-year-old kid who makes $26 million a year yeah. as a YouTuber. Yeah, I know. I mean, who doesn't love cute kids being adorable with toys, right? I mean, yeah. It's super brilliant. And that's a beautiful thing about YouTube is it's so simple. Like you don't have to do anything crazy elaborate to be good on YouTube. It's literally a matter of strategy, understanding what your audience wants, just like you do in business. I mean, you already go through the effort of figuring out what they want, right? So it's literally the same amount of work for YouTube. Mm -hmm. And then figuring out how to create that content in an engaging way on video and then making sure that you have, because um, YouTube actually has their own certified SEO experts that will actually help make your videos SEO optimized. Mm -hmm. So, you know, making sure that they're optimized for searchability on YouTube and, you know, a good marketing strategy and boom. Whether you are already an entrepreneur or you're still working your nine to five, everyone should still have an online business. Especially right now, with so many coronavirus concerns, running an online business is where it's at. But not everyone has the time to spend building one up from scratch. I run a marketplace called blogsforsale.co where you can buy an established or a starter blog that already has traffic and revenue. So you can skip the process of starting a blog from scratch and just jump into owning one that is already making money and already has a following. If you have been meaning to get around to acquiring a new website, consider this the best time as ever. We add new listings weekly, so come on and swing by blogsforsale.co, that's blogsforsale.co, and see what listings we currently have today. Deanna, what do you love most about your career in video marketing and strategy? Oh, that's a really great question. I just love a lot of things, um, but probably... The, the biggest thing I tell people is that I'm able to 
use my creativity daily and my creativity is able to help other people grow. And it's the best thing on the planet when I see people that come to me and they're stressed and they haven't seen any growth and they're freaking out because they really want growth and nothing is working. And after two or three calls, them to see a massive just spike and the, the look on their face is just the best, you know, and knowing that my team and I are able to use our creativity and artistic talents to make other people happy, just a priceless benefit. Oh, yes. That's so good. As we were saying in the beginning, like so many people, they may know it's important, but they're just like stuck getting over that hurdle. So it's so great that you can help them understand, you know, not to be afraid of the camera, not to be afraid of how you're going to be perceived. And like, this is what you can do. And then this is what you can do to grow it and actually, you know, get that jump ahead on the competition. Because everybody's got a blog. A lot of people have a podcast now too, but there still Mm -hmm. just isn't as many people taking on video. So you can still, you know, this is a great time to get into it. If people are sitting there thinking it's been on their list forever, like just do it. Yeah. And I mean, the greatest thing too, is that there's so many options out there. Like so many people think of video marketing and they think of those $5.3 million ads that they see on like the Super Bowl, Right. Yes. And it's not, at. Like, yeah, that's there. And, you know, if you can do that, then fabulous. But like, you know, even even large scale corporations are having to readjust because it used to be that they were the only ones that could do video for the longest time. And, you know, they would put out, you know, millions of dollars on these crazy ads on TV. But now that even TV is changing and the streaming services and cable and all of that has changed so drastically and everyone is moving online people are finding ways of doing video for hundreds of dollars or, you know, like maybe a little over a thousand or 2000 that is just as effective as popping out a $5 million ad that now large scale companies are like, Oh no, like, what are we going to do? Like even they're like having to scramble because now other people are able to compete with lower spend budgets than they have been able to do in the past. And so it's a different thinking even for them. And how amazing is that? Putting that power in the everyday person. It is. Yeah. Yes. Video works for corporations, but video is definitely the tool for small to medium-sized businesses to really actually compete with larger scale businesses. The kicker is, is that you actually have to do it well and you have to be willing to take the risk. But I know people that are small to medium-sized businesses, meaning like it's a solo entrepreneur, or they might have one or two people under them. And they're making, you know, six figures, seven figures are looking to scale and they are competing in their like industry with people that have been making seven, eight, nine figures. And they're taking clients from them because they're able to leverage it in a better way, which is awesome. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Well, I am so happy that you were able to come and chat with me. Um, I know that my listeners are just like going to be so stoked on this. And I'm sure a lot of people who are listening are going to be like, oh my God, okay, I have to get on this video thing. I have to do it. And especially with this new year now, like, yeah, just do it. Yes, do it. So how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about what it is that you do? Yeah, um, certainly. You can uh, go to my website, which is jonesadventuremarketing.com. There's actually a contact us button on there as well as a, a, a email or an email and a phone number that you can contact me directly. I actually do give away uh, free virtual coffee meetings for people that just want you know to get to know me or tips and tricks. 
Um, it's just 30 minutes. It's free. You can actually schedule it right on my calendar that's on the website. Um, so I would love to chat with you and get to know you and what your business needs are. You can also follow me on Facebook or Instagram. Facebook is forward slash Jones Adventure MKTG. So like a shortened version of marketing. And then Instagram is the same way, just uh, Jones underscore Adventure underscore MKTG. To learn more about Deanna's video marketing course, go to jonesadventuremarketing.com slash register. And to get free access to my membership kit, go to herpaperroot.com slash toolkit. And to get all of the information from today's show, go to herpaperroot.com slash show notes. Deanna, thanks so much for sitting down with me today. Thank you. This was amazing. I'm so happy to be here. And uh, I look forward to talking with you in the future for sure. Thanks for tuning in to the Her Paper Root podcast. We hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, please say so by leaving us a review on iTunes and be sure to share this episode with your friends. For more entrepreneurship resources and to connect with Chelsea, swing by herpaperroot.com. Now go make something.